This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yes, it is Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. I believe the saying my mom used to say is don't cry because it's over, smile. Because it's happened, and we'll get to some breaking news in the NFL coming up in just a little bit. The big guy laughing, although when I got plugged in by Matt, I heard the most obvious statement coming out of his big chompers, and that was, given the $1,000, I'd do it all over again. That's a little tease on what's happening in the NFL. Absolutely mammoth news. But first, just quickly, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, the big guy. Just doing what he does on a football Friday. We've got plenty to do, including 11 on the NBA Wood. College football, Colorado, Washington State. Amal's got to play there. College basketball, 80 games. I got two plays from Thomas Gable coming up. Three on the ice. But the big news last night as the Bengals take care of business was obviously Thursday night, right? It was sloppy, penalties, injuries all over the place. And we saw Joe Burrow. Now, we told you here on Sharp Money, Watch out for Joe Burrow, and you may want to look to his underprops because he was getting off the plane, heading into Charm City the night before on Wednesday, and he had a he had a wrist brace on his throwing wrist. So that's not great. And now the Bengals are being looked into for some misreporting as far as the injury report. Why? Because as you join us here on a Friday, November seventeenth, we can report Joe Burrow is going to miss the rest of the regular season. The Bengals. Where's taps when you need it? The play the where the Titanic is going down, boys. You got Shorty on the bow of the boat grabbing onto a piece of wood and Leo can't get a piece. I mean, what is happening right now? The only thing that is less surprising than that disaster on Thursday night, Amal Shaw, was that my whole entire feed connected with the big guy going, I got to be honest with you. If I had a thousand dollars, I'd do it all over again. I I would like to say very clearly, if I had $1,000, I'd pick another team besides the Bengals. <laughs> Hi, Amal. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's so bitter. He is so sensitive. I love just I, absolutely I, poking the beast. He's so freaking sensitive. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm talking to Amal right now. I'm sorry. I'm talking to Amal. <laughs> Go ahead, Amal. Don't worry, Dustin. He was talking about me. You're fine. Uh, I'll tell you what. You know, Dustin and I talked about it this morning <laughs> in terms of the Thursday night games. Forget, forget the Bengals pick. We'll get into that in a minute. But, Patrick, you look at this matchup. This is probably coming into the regular season, one of the top five, top seven games that we're going to potentially have. Bengals on the road against the Ravens should be solid three-point line. Saw a little bit of a fluctuation only because the way Joe, Joe Burrow looked in that game against the Houston Texans. And I'll tell you, Zach Taylor and company, you're going to see what feels like the season is over. But more importantly, you mentioned the fact that they didn't disclose it. This is a big deal, right? We're a betting network. This is what we talk about. Injuries are a crucial part of it. The NFL puts out the potential injury list every Tuesday. 2019, the Pittsburgh Steelers get fined 100000 75 to the team, 25000 to Mike Tomlin because they didn't indicate that Ben Roethlisberger was injured. I think it's an important fact that has to be distinguished moving forward by these teams because they have so many partnership with betting uh, angles and aspects. And let's be real here. After a while, once you kind of grow up and you realize, yeah, you can cheer for your team, but once you bet on games, you couldn't care less what the result of your team is. Your team is whoever you bet on that week. Uh, you, you nailed it. The injury report is not just a mall, a dance between teams and gamesmanship anymore. Transparency has become paramount. Look, 
DraftKings is a partner with all these leagues. This is where we are right now, and we're moving into a new era, and it's a wonderful era. But the idea that the Bengals didn't report the injury and deleted the video shows you that there was something untoward going on behind the scenes. Like, they knew they had something there. Somebody in social media botched it, probably fired at this point. They ripped down the video with Joe Burrow with the hand brace on. Uh, that brings us to the big guy. And, and can I just, as a, just a heads up, you know, Al and Kirk are killing it on these Thursday night broadcasts. You know, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Look, we understand Kirk Herbstreet has a dog. So do I. <laughs> Anywho, somebody may want to let Al and Kirk know that Joe Burrow not playing in this game actively ended the Bengals season. And that is to say, even if Burrow was healthy moving forward, when they fell to five and five after that loss last night, they weren't making the postseason, no matter what the big guy says. So the sharp money, $40,000 windfall was not going to come through. And Al and Kirk just completely ignoring like Browning, the kid from Washington, the fact that he's playing quarterback, why aren't they screaming at the top of their lungs? The big guy, he would have rolled it back. We say hi to Dustin Sweetelson. What's up, Half Zip? I, I refuse to believe any of these reports until Carissa Thompson says whether or not Joe Burrow's out shtick, for the year. Stick, 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 stick. And don't ever send me a tweet with the quote. This one did pretty good for me last night. Amal, he probably shared it with you as well. We, these words came out of a 38-year-old man's uh, mouth today. I got to send you a tweet. It did pretty good on Twitter last night. First off, who cares? Secondly, do you know who you're talking to? And thirdly, it was <laughs> shtick about a misreport done by Carissa Thompson. The whole entire planet was doing that shtick. Defend yourself. Uh, who cares? 98,000 people who viewed it cares. That's who cares. Oh, wow. You're going to have a good weekend. Strangers looked at something you posted on Twitter. Now, back to you. The idea that we just lost $40,000. Somebody just clapped for him, too. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the background <laughs> is excited. How does that feel, big guy? All kidding uh, aside, we just lost $40,000. I got to tell you, while I was watching that game, and when I, the moment Joe Burrow, Went to throw that pass on the sidelines, and he couldn't get his arm over. Not great. One, couldn't get into my sports book where all my money is right now because they decided that was the time where they needed to confirm my identity, and I couldn't use my face to, to log in. I had to type in all this stuff. By the time I got to it, the Ravens had scored again. Uh, but second, it was the saddest I've ever felt watching a sporting event, and probably the saddest I've felt since G-Baby died in hardball. I don't even know. I, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. It's a movie with about. Keanu Reeves in 2001. He coaches oh. uh, an inner city, underprivileged youth baseball team in the hood. And G-Baby was like their mascot, little tiny six-year-old, got shot in, uh, in some gunfighting. Very, very good recent reference. But yeah. that, Mama, could you that's the point. The that's, the, that's the last time I was this sad I, was 2001. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Take a break. Uh, Patrick, when you go back to Burrow, you saw it last Sunday in that game against the Texans. Some of Aaron throws along the way, uh, and it looked like the Cincinnati Bengals season could be in peril. I'll tell you, this morning I bet the Ravens at minus $2 to win the division because you've got two teams sitting at 6-3 and three with the Browns who are going to be with the backup quarterback the rest of the way. I don't care the signing of Joe Flacco. That guy's a human statue. And then you look at, obviously, DTR and Phillip Walker there, or excuse me, P.J. Walker. I'm not excited by what the options are for the Browns. On the flip side, you've got Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. Give me 
Lamar Jackson, the Ravens sitting at 8-3, minus $2. I thought this price should have been about $4. Look, it's not the most ideal play for everybody because it's a long wait. you got to go into the middle of January. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Ravens have got to win two more games out of six. This thing is over in the AFC North. I said yesterday, Amal, Dustin, I said I was down on Lamar and I've been a huge supporter. I, I, I don't even have the numbers. We don't even need to look at. Didn't you guys think he was awesome last night? Like, I th- first off, I thought the injury was going to be legit because he, he's not theatrical, right? Like no. when he's the type of person that almost wants to cover up because he is slight of frame where when he's hurt, he pretends like he's not. When he stayed on the ground, Amal, I was like, damn. But it's just even the plays that were just there, like I know a defensive back there for Cincinnati kind of knocked one down with his fingertips. There were plays that were just there. Lamar was – he was tight last night. He really was. In making, a good way, what yeah, I mean. A, a, tight in a good way. Absolutely. Making the right reads, right throws. I mean, the play to Zay Flowers, they got called back. It was still the perfect play. Well executed. Uh, I didn't agree with the holding call on that one, but I thought he was outstanding. The one even to Aguilar yep. that got tipped, he ends up in the end zone. You need Sometimes you need a little bit of luck. Uh, but the loss of Mark Andrews is big for this team. You could see right away just based on the reaction from the players on the field and Lamar throwing the helmet right there. You could sense the frustration. But you got to give this Ravens team a ton of credit. I know you've been high on them from the beginning of the season, Patrick. And now let's be real here for a second when you look big picture in the AFC. I thought coming into the season with the Browns situation, they could be one of the six challengers in the AFC. Two um, I didn't think Miami was going to be there. I thought it would be the Jets. But now you put the Dolphins in there. I take the Buffalo Bills out of that equation. I take Cleveland out of it. I think we're down to about three teams in the AFC right now. And I don't like Jacksonville. I know you guys are higher on the Jags than I am. Miami, uh, Baltimore, and Kansas City. Those are it. Those are the three teams for me. One of those teams is going to be here in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. And I love the way the Ravens are playing right now. And to me, they get this Thursday night game at this time. It's a pretty good time. You get in a few additional days rest. You've got a big game on Christmas against the 49ers, but the schedule's pretty decent. They can manage it. They're at the Chargers a week from Sunday. This team is in good shape to potentially wind up with the best record in the AFC. Now, done clowning the big guy, totally agree with you. Sports betting is about getting it in the best, getting it in the best of it. And like, we got it in at the, like that price at 40 to one. That to me at that time was the best of it. So that we wouldn't have done anything differently. Them's the breaks and that's the way it works. And how about the way the rest of the division looks now, as Amal pointed out, do you realize the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win 10 or 11 games now? They still have to face the Bengals twice. They have the Browns this week. They have Arizona, New England, Indianapolis, then close at Seattle and Baltimore. Even if they lose those last two, they're winning 10 games. They're going to the postseason again. Ugh. It's a great first-round matchup if you're uh, Miami or Jacksonville. <laughs> but all right, so but the point on last night, one big thing did happen when Andrews went down. And it's that a lot of receivers stepped up. Apparently, Odell Beckham still has a little bit left in that tank. It kind of shocked me. I thought he was toast. Uh, But a lot of receivers stepped up and made plays for them, and they've desperately needed that outside presence. They just need now Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler from Iowa State to do something in replacing Andrews, which, God, that's as big of a loss as we're going to see from a a Super Bowl. And Andrews was going to have how many, what, 10 doubles and receptions last night? Dude, it was going to be a monster prop night. Lamar got there with his attempts and with his yards, and then Andrews, we had over receptions and yards, and he looked like he was going to go over it on the second drive. He just didn't make it to the second drive. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened, boys. We had a good run with the Bengals. If you're just joining us, Joe Burrow, done for the rest of the season. 
and so are the Bengals. We'll come back and hear from John Harbaugh and Zach Taylor. Sharp money on a Friday. RIPG, baby. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, total wine, spirits, beer, and more. Lowest prices for over 30 years. Find what you love and love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Total wine must be 21 years or older. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back. The big news NFL wise, Joe Burrow has been shut down for the rest of the regular season with a ligament in his throwing hand. That is catastrophic news, obviously, for the Bengals, who drop last night in Baltimore in Charm City. Of course, kickoff week 11. We've got plenty to do as we welcome you back. Of course, a couple of things I know that is being investigated. The misuse of the injury report from the Bengals' perspective uh, because, again, transparent, transparency is paramount, uh, specifically now. It's not necessarily anything new, but we're now entering a new phase of sports with sports wagering being legalized, the proliferation and legalization of sports wagering across the country, which is wonderful. But again, it used to just be, you think of Belichick with the injury report dance and the gamesmanship that would go on amongst the teams if it was just specific to fantasy football. I mean, we can, you know, we can quibble about that, but now it's become uh, big time as far as transparency and the importance. Uh, and another thing, if we're having these childish conversations, I, did most of you start betting or I know a lot of people are new to sports wagering. That's totally fine. 
but those of you that are online arguing about whether or not you void a ticket, it's called action. Okay, so for example, if you had Mark Andrews last night and you lost the receptions, the receiving yards, the first time touchdown, whatever it was, there's no such thing as getting your money back. It's not DraftKings' fault. It's not anybody's book's fault. You know, maybe in the past they gave you a little nibble and they refunded you to be kind and altruistic at this point understand if you're betting it's a completely different animal and it's called action so everybody just stop just just grow up well okay? that but that's, that's that's why you can always bet the under on props as well <laughs> they're not just over props you it's can a always goofy bet conversation need to even have i don't even <laughs> want to get into it it's you're right it's a i'm all shot dustin Sweetelson. i'm patrick maher you're 100 right there's two perspectives uh it's a goofy conversation the idea of voiding and getting money back because somebody got injured it ex- actually makes me laugh so not the injury because Dustin texted me because we were both on the over Mark Andrews and we're going to hear from the coaches from last night. Dustin texted me. I didn't see the injury at all. He said he thought at first glance, it looked like Andrews could be severely hurt, like paralysis or something. It ended up, boys, it ended up being like a high ankle sprain. Well, no, it's something high ankle, but not a sprain. Harbaugh wouldn't get into it completely, but it's something serious that's ending the season for sure. And yeah, when he went down, I legit thought he was paralyzed. Lamar ran over, slammed his helmet to the ground. They went to commercial break. I, I thought it was like a fractured ankle, just based on the way it looked like he got rolled up on. That's what I thought initially. I thought uh, Lamar's actually... Uh, Lamar came over. He was frustrated simply because it looked like Andrew's going to be out for the season. But you mentioned Logan Wilson on the tackle, and I said this to Dustin this morning, Patrick. I thought Logan Wilson on that tackle against Mark Andrews, it looked a little bit, I don't want to say dirty, but it looked like he was holding on to the uh, Andrew's leg a little bit longer than it needed to. And the same thing on the Lamar Jackson tackle on the right sideline. I said it looked like the way he came up, I was a little bit suspicious of him. So let's hear. Is that from, the hip drop that yeah, everybody's yeah. discussing? Let, these hip drop tackles? Let's hear John Harbaugh. It's a very quick clip. Was asked about those tackles after the game, and here's what he had to say. Well, yeah, it was definitely hip hip drop tackle, to your point, and uh, it is being discussed. It's it's a tough tackle. You know, is it even necessary in that situation? Uh, the other one on the sideline, you know, there, there's always plays that you send in uh, to the league to have them look at and interpret for you. The Harbaugh family are used to reviews at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I mean, used you can't... To, they're used to waiting on a decision. But there, there, um, there's a sect of people on social right now, Patrick, calling to, like, ban it as a tackle. And it's like, look, how many ways are defenders going to be able to tackle people if we start banning all these different so, ways? So what I was talking about was not the side. Uh, what I was referencing was the sideline play. I'm not sure what John Harbaugh was talking about. It was both tackles. Okay. It was the side. It was Logan Wilson, I believe, on both tackles. It was on the one with Mark Andrews and the one with uh, Lamar Jackson. It was Logan Wilson on both of them. I just saw it during live action. Anytime a player, and you see this a lot more in college, where guys will like hold on to a player's leg unnecessarily for an extra half a second or a second, and it's just kind of. It's it's irritating to say the least. My man, uh, the big guy, called me this morning. He wants to. He's going to shut down Thursday night football. I'm Commissioner Sweetelson, uh, again, you know what you're getting, but. Uh, Amazon just paid the NFL bajillions of dollars to extend that contract to have Thursday night football. We can't get enough of it, even though you're right. It is sloppy. It's a flag fest. Uh, I'm looking right now. That number did go over last night. Uh, We were highly anticipating this matchup. And from the jump, injuries and just a disjointed game. That was the best matchup we were going to have all year last night. And what happened? We lost two Pro Bowl players and an MVP candidate during that game in the first half. 
Like, that, that's proving my point why Thursday night football is just awful. We normally get terrible matchups. All these teams are working on short weeks. The product on the field is bad because the game plans are super limited. We don't really get to see the full playbook for anyone playing in it. And then last night, the injuries. I just think we need to reevaluate how necessary it is for Thursday night football. And it's definitely going to change the way I approach betting because uh, I can't go as prop heavy on Thursday night football in the short weeks anymore. Look, the NFL has already extended the Super Bowl into February now. We get into the second weekend of February. That's happened about 10, 15 years ago. Uh, my thing is if you're going to play on Thursday night, a team plays on a Sunday. Let's say, for example, they, they would have played last Sunday. Instead of playing this thir Thursday, give them their bye at that point in time. They play the Thursday, and then they play the following Sunday. So you've got, in essence, what equates to about one game in 19 days. Even if you extend the season out, I don't think anybody's going to be like, no, 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 it can't end February 26th instead of February 12th. I think the fact that football is so ingrained in our society and extension by the NFL is not going to be a problem. It's just when you look at the Thursday night game, and we talked about it yesterday, on paper this was a terrific matchup, but it just didn't seem like it lived up to the hype. A couple of injuries. I, look, the Andrews injury, I think that's not one that's preventable based on the way he got rolled up on but it feels like sometimes on a Thursday night game some of those things would be mitigated a little bit if there's just more time I, I don't know I could be completely speculating there but the Thursday night product is not great but Patrick said it best money talks everything else take a walk no but I think your point's good have a every if you're playing on Thursday night you get a buy the week before that way it's not a short week can we can we have a conversation I know you want to play a Zach Taylor cut and Zach Taylor uh, just announced that Joe Burrow looks like he's going to miss the rest of the regular season with the ligament and the throwing hand. But can we have a conversation? Like, the Bengals uh, are worth billions of dollars. These 32 entities, these NFL teams, are worth ungodly money. Every time the ratings come out as far as football, 1 through 50 is an NFL game. There is nothing in our culture that is more popular than the NFL. Can I ask Zach Taylor what the F you're thinking when you're down 14? I have it right here. And there's 835 to play, and it's fourth and seven, and you're punting the football. I don't care if you're on your own one, and in this case, I don't care if you're on your own 23. You're legitimately saying, yes, I know how much is at stake, but I'm just going to punt and that is also punting on the season. Look, you've got to pick up seven yards. You've got to score twice, Zach. To punt it there is to give up on the team, the franchise, and the fan base. That is not gambling. Like, I'm not sitting here sore because of a gambling loss. That is legit common sense, Amal. How are you punting there and giving away the season? Patrick, I don't get it. It's, I, I just don't understand it's, that decision. It's beyond Fourth down to seven at your own 23-yard line, fine. I get it. The offense hasn't been great. But at that point in time, there's just not enough time to sit there and think you're going to get two possessions where you're going to drive at least 50 yards, more likely somewhere around 65 to 75 yards for two touchdowns in that sequence. That's what drives me nuts. These guys get ingrained with analytics. They take the most unnecessary risk in the first half of games. Gambling on two-point conversions. Dan Lanning, perfect example, last weekend against SC. A couple of times taking risks that are unnecessary. But when the season's on the line, fourth and seven, you're playing a division opponent that's already beaten you one time. You're looking at five and five. You're looking at them being eight and three. Your quarterback's out. What the hell do you have to lose? So Tucker kicks a field goal. Instead of losing by 14, you lose by 17. Does anybody give a damn? But pardon me. They were down, what was it at that point? 27-13. It was 27-13. Yes, 14. So, yeah, 13 points. Like, Mamal just said it. You, you again, 
I understand the probability of picking up four and seven with a backup t- backup quarterback, but it, how is it? There's not somebody in the booth saying the probability of them not scoring, you getting two more valuable possessions no. where you move the football is greater. Hold, hold like, on. is this this yeah. is legit childish well, arithmetic? You, you, you definitely won't score if you give them the ball back. Well, no question about that. They scored but, a touchdown by exactly. Yes. But to Patrick's point. What's greater? We can convert one play for seven yards or we can get two drives for 65 yards. There's so many more variables that go into the latter as opposed to the former, which is picking up seven yards. This is very basic. Well, and how about Uh, all the Joe Mixon runs left? Like with (laughs) halfway through the fourth quarter, he's just, why are you running the ball? But but here's the other thing. Why not put Jake Browning's in there, okay? You're going to live with the result. What difference does it make? Just go out there and sling it. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. And I blame, you know who I blame? I and honestly, I blame Dustin. Why? You want to know why? Why? Because you're a dong. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. I can't stop. I just wanted to set you up to say it. This is Friday the 17th. Last time I'm ever going to say dong. Oh, on yeah. We'll come back, Zach Taylor. I promise. Speaking of dogs. <laughs> This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. With so many games on the board, there's no better time to let us here at VSIN put the work in for you. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get access to our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VSIN experts have the hot hand. The big guy and Amal have both been hot lately. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Plus, Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. You can sign up to – now, again, you can sign up for 30 days for $19. Again, you're not going to get charged. So if you just want to try it for 19 bucks, go give it a try for the weekend uh, and see what and see if you like it. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, as we welcome you back, and we're going to hear from Taylor, Joe Burrow is done for the year. Uh, Amal Dustin, I'm Patrick Maher. First – okay – if you're punting down 13 with a little over eight to play on your own 29, the first obstacle, okay, and we're talking probability here, the first obstacle is you're already betting the Ravens don't turn their next possession into points, okay? That's an absurd assumption on any level, given the fact that they were moving the ball so, per, so uh, fluidly. And then you back up a little bit, it's seven yards, so you're giving the, the you're you're just handing probability to the Ravens as far as just closing out the game, but you're also decreasing your probability because, like Amal said, you know valuable possessions that turn into efficient possessions are very hard to come by, and you're already in the midst of one. You've got to pick up seven yards. It, again, I don't want to get too in the weeds with this, Amal, but just the idea that Zach Taylor, and I think Dustin said it well during the break, there is something about the window dressing that's associated with not having a loss look that bad. Losing by 14 as opposed to, I guess, losing by 21 at the end of the year when you go back and look at the sheet, I guess. But that's... Again, when he punts there, Zach Taylor, he's literally punting on the season and figuratively doing it as well. Well, just to take it a step further on your point, and you're absolutely right. Okay, so they punted with 8.25 to go. They had the ball for two minutes and eight seconds on that drive. They got three yards, three plays. They punt from their own 23-yard line. On the subsequent drive, the Ravens take over at their own 32-yard line. They march right down the field, and they end up with a 78-yard drive with penalties and everything included. Excuse me, net of 68. They get a touchdown. 
they go up at that point in time, uh, 34 to 13. Then the Ravens give up a touchdown to Baltimore. They didn't get two possessions. They got one possession the rest of the game. And here's the other reason why it's an issue to not go for it there. If the Ravens get the ball, and Patrick, if they choose to just kneel down at 8.25 to go in the game when they get the football uh, back after the fair catch on the punt, they could take six kneel downs after you score on your subsequent possession and get the ball again. You're going to have at least a minimum of 4.25 left in the game. So what we're saying is, without using your timeouts, you've got 4.25 left in the football game to get two 60, 70-yard touchdown drives with Jake Browning. I mean, what the hell? This is what drives me nuts in football. <laughs> Just go for it. Wait, what difference does You're it make? You're losing anyway. What, is, what's the, what difference does it make? You're losing anyway. Listen, you might as well go down trying to, like, do something big. I, I'm with you. I, I think too many times there's not enough risk taken, and then there's unnecessary risk taken in certain situations in football games. This was exactly. what I, I thought this was basic, to be honest with you. When they had, I did not have the audio on. I was listening to the Pitt BC game. So I don't know what Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet said in reference to this, but I can tell you right now, watching that, I'm sitting there going, what the hell are they doing? I was looking to see if it was a fourth and 13. Did they get a penalty? I'm sorry, fourth and 17. Did they get a penalty or something? Why would you not go for it here? I never understood the idea that if you lose by one or if you lose by 100, it's somehow different. You still lost Look. the game. I know Al and Kirk are Tylenol PM, but did you have toothpicks holding your eyelids open listening to the Pitt BC call? W who was on that? That's, that's my boy, Matt Barry and Dan Mullen. Oh, At least, oh Barry was on it. Yeah, okay. That's my guy. So that's yeah, why I was listening. He's, he's good. Okay. But, but I'm saying, oh, I don't disagree with you, but the reason why I was listening to that because I took a play on that game in-game at 46 under, and I got to tell you, watching Pat Narduzzi, I couldn't even believe he actually went for it on fourth and one once. I thought for sure he's yeah. going to punt. Well... Zach Taylor punted. Let's go ahead and set up the set up the clip here, big guy. What do we yeah, got? So after the game, he was kind of discussing with the media what he's going to tell the team because Zach Taylor doesn't believe the season is over. We're not going to let one game define us. This was certainly a big game for us. Our guys were excited about it on the road. Um, it didn't go our way. And in a long season like this, what you got to do is be able to regroup. And, and we know what kind of guys we got in the locker room. We've done this kind of situation before. We got a rally here at the end of the season, the last seven weeks. Great opportunity at home against Pittsburgh uh, to get started on that track. And so, you know, not to let the guys forget, we had a nice stretch there. Four games winning. We were in a good area. We lost a last second field goal and then we lost a tough game, Thursday night game on the road to a really good team. So so don't don't um, get it twisted on what kind of team we have. We got a chance to regroup and all the things that we really wanted to do are still in front of us. Okay, well, you just lost. I mean, it, look. The most valuable player, there's about six of them in the NFL, where this human being means more to his team than any other human being on any other team, and Burrow's one of them, right? Like, that's all. Conversation's over. And again, I'm not going to put him above a few other players, but you know what I'm saying, Amal. I, uh, relatively speaking, nobody means more to a specific team than Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think there's two players. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. I, before the season, That's remember when we went through the quarterbacks, we were all like, yeah, Joe Shiesty just a shade below Patrick Mahomes. Now you want this team to believe in a quarterback who coming into this game in his entire career had thrown one NFL pass. Let's not forget Jake Browning was an undrafted free agent out of Washington. 
I'm not trying to make Jake Browning look bad, but the reality is you've got a top two quarterback, a franchise quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, first overall pick, incredible player who's taking your team to a Super Bowl, been in three AFC championship games, and now you've got a guy who's a practice squad player and you expect the troops to rally. I, I just feel like sometimes people should be a little bit more honest and transparent. Look, this sucks. It feels like the season may be over, but we're going to find a way to compete. Don't sit there and try and sell us waterfront property or oceanfront property in Nebraska. You know, the only, there's only one person that could save this Bengals season. It's not Joe Burrow. You know who it is, big guy? Colin Herm Edwards. Oh. Herm Edwards. Oh. I thought you were going to say RG3. Way, <laughs> well, he's, he's petitioning for every That's job, what I'm saying. Though. That's why I said that. He's, he's out there. RG3. He, there isn't a bigger buster on the planet than you, Robert Griffin III. Did you see his I mean, rant petitioning I, Everybody the agrees, right? Robert Griffin III's family agrees. They're like, uh, they, they, he embarrasses everybody when, when he just does anything. Look. Like, stop, Robert. He's stop. a lot. I get it. He's a lot. But at least he's not sounding like everyone else up there when he's on that set. Wait, he, hold he, on a second. He did say they'd win you the Super Bowl. enjoy Robert Griffin III when he I speaks? don't enjoy it. I can appreciate what he's attempting to do. Robert Griffin III? Are we talking about the same yes. human? Yeah. The guy that's doing shtick? I love Every time he opens his mouth? He said the Browns won the Super Bowl if they have him. What part of me do you think dislikes shtick? That's fair. That's fair. I, with all due respect, I apologize. <laughs> hey, I do have two things for you guys to think about because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plant the seed right now. You got me thinking when you said when you told me you were a Herm guy, a guy that was 20 games under 500, 54 and 74 as an NFL head coach. When you said you were a Herm guy, it got me thinking. I have a question for both of you. You take over a franchise right now. Current coach you'd pick at number one, and past coach you'd pick at number one to coach your franchise. Okay, I want you to think about that. If Herm's the answer. God bless you. Um, the, the, ne the, next, the next one. The next one. And he was a great guest. I'm not, pretend, I'm not pretending like Herm wasn't great. I'm, I'm okay? a fan of Herm the person, yeah, not exactly. Herm the coach. Exactly. No, and, no, and Herm was good. He was dialed in on that, on that call yesterday. Uh, the next one. It seems like Marvin Harrison Jr. is just beyond, like everybody has him as not only the best wide receiver in this draft class, but the best player in college football. Amal Shaw, I'm going to ask you, and the big guy, I'm going to ask you as well. I want you, if you're drafting wide receivers in this forthcoming draft in the spring, I want you, over the next two hours, two and 20 here, I want you to give me your top three receivers. Okay. I'm not positive. He should be, I'm guessing, but I'm not positive Harrison Jr. has to be, like, or you're arrested, number one. Okay? Just I agree fair. with that. I'll just say that. Okay. Okay. And that's a Buckeye saying it, people. So, again, great. Do, you, do you guys both know the objective here? Yes. Co NFL coach, you start your franchise current day, and then you have to pick one from back in the day. So, like, and then I want you dead. to go one. He could be dead. He could okay. be alive. It doesn't matter. Oh, and then you have back. to go one through three with the wide receivers because I think there's some very good I, wide receivers this year. I'm going old school on that answer later on with the coaching one. But the guy I'm picking for current day, I don't know when you want me to reveal it. I no, don't, don't really do want to pick him, but I like him as a coach. Okay. I don't like him good personally. Tease. Good tease. The big guy, current day, I don't know where you'd go. Herm's going to be in the mix for uh, you know a guy that used to coach. Uh, do you want to tease us? Uh, definitely a dead guy. Definitely going to be a dead guy. Okay. R.I.P. in advance. Yeah, just, I mean, if you're, if you're going to give me the opportunity 
to choose someone dead or alive in these instances, you always have to choose a dead person because it's fantasy. I love fantasy. That is fair. Mike Randall in 20 minutes. Brock Heward mm-hmm. is going to join. Sorry, Brock just texted. Stuck Brock in meetings, just, okay. stuck <laughs> in meetings with gonna, Texas. I think, okay. I think the Bengals well, are calling him. They're like, we got the wrong Washington quarterback. I think the audience just went, oh, thank God. Uh, Mike Samich <laughs> is going to join. What, what is she, dude, come on. Don't be what, am, what is my problem lately? <laughs> you want me to lose my job by not booking I, I guests. And for those that don't realize what's happening right now, I am trolling Dustin so hard the last two days. I can't even, I can't fathom. <laughs> <laughs> we come back. It's our money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings, download the app right now. Bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly when you use the promo code SHARP, S H A R P. That's for new customers over at DraftKings. Again, five bucks to get $150 instantly. Also, all customers, a no-sweat, same-game parlay. DraftKings, the crown is yours. We got you back here. We're going to get into three-point stance. We've got Mike Randall uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Does a great job with the NFL plays. He also has college basketball plays. I think I have one left to tip from Thomas Gable as far as, of course, the race and sports book director there at the Borgata in Atlantic City. We'll get a college basketball play from him. We do have Mike Samich joining in the final hour. As is customary on Friday, we'll run the NFL board every game, whether it be an official pick or a lean. We'll get to that. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. If you're just joining us and waking up to the news, that is, of course, the Bengals lost last night in Baltimore to fall to 5-5. Five and five. It's going to hurt their playoff chances with Joe Burrow at 5-5 five and five in a tough AFC where it appears you got to at least get to 10 wins. The news today, Joe Burrow has been shut down for at least the regular season with a torn ligament in his throwing hand. So Joe Burrow out for the Bengals. It's now time for Three Point Stance. 
The top stories in football. We want some more. We want some more. We want some more. Every single day. I saw some. I saw. This is Three Point Stance. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. On Sharp Money. Don't play intramurals, brother. <laughs> All right, we got you. And we're going to hear from Joe Brady, the new OC. Over in Buffalo, we're going to hear from, did you say Kyler Murray and Mike Tomlin? What else yeah. we got here, big guy? What's yeah. happening? So some news coming down the pike right now. Ian Rappaport reporting two minutes ago. The injury to Mark Andrews, a cracked fibula and ankle ligament injury out for the year. No. Is cracked that true? Fibula. And ankle I, 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 maybe my injury. reaction, boys, is, is, is more dramatic than yours, but I didn't know that it was that severe. Wow, so Mark Andrews done for the year, Amal. Well, just, he, he didn't say that. That was my addition. Sorry, I should say that. Uh, it's believed to be a long-term injury is what he said. Yeah. Baltimore's consulting with another doctor. A fibula injury is severe, so I, I'm not really surprised. We're in the middle of November. I mean, maybe if he could come back, what are we talking, conference championship, Super Bowl? Uh, this is a big blow for this offense. You mentioned Tyler Kohler, who played at Iowa State. Good receiving tight end at the collegiate level. Let's see how effective he can be now at the NFL level. This is a big blow to this team. But the one thing I do like, I don't know where you guys come out, but the Baltimore Ravens receiving core appears to be the best they've had in a while. I mean, they've had some in inconsistent guys in the perimeter. Mark Andrews was the one go-to guy for Lamar Jackson. But when you look at OBJ, you mentioned yesterday, we all three are high on Zay Flowers. He's tremendous. His quickness is outstanding. Even Nelson Aguilar managed to catch the ball. Yeah. Al and Bateman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Zay, Fl Zay Flowers is so explosive. Yeah, you know, this is... They're going to have to adjust their game plan a little bit. That security blanket gone for Lamar Jackson as Mark Andrews looks to be done. We can't officially report it, but potentially done for the season. This is sports betting. You can't account for injuries. Uh, you just mark it up as that's the way it goes. Joe Burrow, Mark Andrews, both done. Thursday night football strikes again. What else is going on? Uh, some IR news, uh, people being activated in Chicago. Bears quarterback Justin Fields officially activated from IR, as is running back Khalil Herbert. Uh, Deontay Foreman, who I've been using him in props a lot the last few weeks, probably going to take a step back now, so we'll look to avoid him as now they have a, a, a logjam in that backfield. Okay, so Justin Fields, he is going to give it a go, and I'm just taking a look at the number here. Detroit laying seven and a half. Didn't that number come down a little bit? Was it eight yesterday? It was as high as nine two days ago. Yeah, I thought we did. Yeah, you're exactly right. 15th, we got up to nine at DraftKings. Steadily been coming down yesterday. It got down to eight, down to seven and a half, and now seven and a half. You know what that means? I see a lot of people using the Lions in a tease. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're going to be a huge play, potentially in Survivor, and, of course, uh, as you mentioned, in a tease play, especially with this number now. This is an important game for Justin Fields, and the last six, seven weeks are important for what's going to happen to his NFL prospects. I think even if the Bears wind up with the number one overall pick via the Carolina trade, they probably end up taking Caleb Williams. But if you're Justin Fields, now all of a sudden you could be in a situation where somebody might be willing to give up a second or a third round pick to acquire you and see if they could do something better. Because as poorly as Fields has played, you can look back on his career and say, God, some of these coaches that he's had in Chicago, uh, Matt Nagy, Matt Eberflus, not exactly the head of the class when Dustin and I select our guys we want to start a franchise with.
I'm still bullish on Fields. I, I, I'm still, I still think he has a future. I, also, look to the rush props for Fields this Sunday. Yeah. He runs all over the Lions constantly. I, uh, I still dream of a scenario where Justin Fields goes back home, traded to the Falcons, plays for Arthur Smith in that system with those weapons in a dome. Give it to me all day. You know, Dustin brings up a really good point, Patrick. Okay, we know Desmond Ritter can't play. We know who Heineke is and what he is. So why not just take a chance on a player who, based on the way your offense is constructed, look, I'm not taking anything away from Lamar Jackson because in 2019 this guy was a league MVP. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's an elite-level player. But at times, some of the throws you sit there and go, this is not a Justin Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes in terms of accuracy, but he just make, makes plays, and they win ball games. So why not put him with guys like Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and find out, can Arthur Smith utilize his legs, take advantage of some throws? I mean, to me, let's get somebody who's got some creativity and some intelligence in there instead of sticking with two stiffs that they've had. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Georgia he kid. in Atlanta is a perfect mesh. Isn't he from Atlanta? Shout out Harrison, to Harrison Georgia. High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Georgia. All right, what else is going on, Dustin? Uh, well, the Buffalo Bills, when they take on the Jets, laying seven points this week, will have a new offensive coordinator, and that is Joe Brady. Joe Brady, who worked with Joe Burrow at LSU, flamed out with the Carolina Panthers under Matt Rule. He met with the media yesterday and was asked about taking over for Ken Dorsey. I couldn't say enough good words about Ken Dorsey. Like, I'm here because of Ken Dorsey, and uh, I love that man to death, and uh, um, it, it, it was really tough on me, and it still is tough on me. Um, you know, so uh, um, I'm not here to, to speak about any of his play calling or whatever. You know, as the quarterback coach, you know, if if results didn't happen, which they clearly didn't, um, you know, I'm part of the I'm part of the the reason for that and, and to blame. So, um, but I'm excited about the you know what we have moving forward uh, and the energy that our guys have and the confidence, and it's about us being able to kind of do something with that so and not really get into specific in terms of like scheme and play calling or whatnot but just more of uh, us just focusing on finding ways to score points and uh, not turn the ball over preface I have no room to talk my hair is a mess it's just a mop it's disgusting I haven't had a haircut in months and months and months was that a fade Joe Burrow Joe Burrow was rocking does he go Brady. to the big guy's barber do you know I was watching him and you know what I kept thinking I kept staring at his hair you know why I'd kill for that hairline to go right across the top of my head I am so jealous you, look great it just production. goes straight across look at look at Amal, do you see this Lo, what is, he, is that a fade he looks like the professor from and one what yeah, you're, that's a good call right there, Professor from And One. By the, by the way, that guy looks like he's got five head. Holy cow, he could put <laughs> wait, some wait, billboard advertising that, up there. Reggie, Matt, can we throw that up one more time? I, I'm, again, prefaced it by saying, am, am I critiquing hair? Mine is ridiculous. But what? that's what you would want yours to look like? No, Dustin? I, I'm jealous that his hair – see how mine, it's like a V almost – like a widow's oh, peak yeah his at yeah, least goes straight victory. across yeah oh I'm i jealous. didn't realize you're like give me that down look again <laughs> it's that. not good man oh my good whoa whoa you almost stabbed me whoa <laughs> 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 are you a unicorn um what else is going on uh kyler murray <laughs> You know, dude, look, I am killing you these past I know. What two is days. your deal? I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's a, I'm just between I mean, Danilo's you know parents and uh, Brock Hewitt. He's on fire. Hey, on, here, I'll just say it. Weird mood. Weird, last two days. Oh, had noticed. Uh, <laughs> a guy, a guy who's normally in a weird mood is Kyler Murray. He was asked about all the changes and coming back from the injury, and if he's a different person now on the other side of all that. 
I mean, I, yeah, I think I'm a different person. I think, I think so. I think just uh, some things that you know happen to you, you can't really control that just you know either elevate you or, or bring you down. But I think this is one of those things that, like like I said, everything happens for a reason. I think it was for the better, um, not only for me but just for everyone. You know, um, and I think that. Uh, you know, a lot of people keep saying that I'm a different, you know, uh, he's such a better leader now, he's this and that. Like, I don't, I just think people, um, I don't want to get too much into it, but um, just being, it's just, you know, the light's different right now. You know, I think uh, people around me, um, teammates, everybody, it's just, uh, it's just different energy. Okay, I'm being way too sarcastic, so I won't even react to that video. Do you guys want to react to it? Well, he doesn't want to get into it, but he's the one who brought it up in the conversation. No one was asking about his leadership. He decided to tell everyone, people are talking about me being a better leader. I don't want to go too much, into too much detail, but that's what people are saying about me. I, I think it's the knit cap in the middle of You're the uh, summer there. Not summer, but in the fall in Tempe. Really? You need a knit cap? Oh, I think he stinks as a human being, but he was pretty electric oh. in his first game back. My goodness, stinks as a human, yeah, and he, I'm the one in a mood. He stinks. <laughs> okay, I can't wait for a commercial. <laughs> that is, that is wild. Dustin, just keep that head back, okay? I'm trying to stay safe over here. Uh, when, we, when we return, that was wild. Mike Randall has got some NFL play. <laughs> Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 